0: Hello and welcome to Skywire's Beyond the Page, the podcast where we delve into the deeper side of Skysoft stories and characters. Every month we'll analyze, theorize, and hypothesize about all things Skysoft with a cast member. I'm your host Daniel Andre. On today's episode, I'm happy to have Janelle Garcia, who plays Eve slash Marilla in Seasons 2 and 3 of Fox. Janelle, thank you so much for joining us here today.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, of course. What an honor. What an
0: honor indeed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started here. Okay. So our first question is... Uh, this is a, a big spoiler that we're starting off with, but I mean, if you're okay. a fan of the show, you should know. Uh, one of the big twists of this season uh, was discovering that Marilla was, in fact, Eve, Fox's mother. So my question to you, my first question is, what was it like to hold on to that secret for for so long, for two pretty much two full seasons?
1: Yeah, it was really fun. I remember my first season, which is season two we didn't tell any of our cast members. So Monroe mm. and Hunter were like, just keep it on the down low. Nobody knows that you're the same person. You're going to come back as Marilla. Yeah. So I just did my part as Eve few shoots and they were like, okay, uh, we'll see you later. And I came <laughs> back with Marilla makeup and people looked at me and they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so It's funny. They figured it out, but it was the first reaction they didn't oh, yeah. really know and we kind of kept a secret from people that weren't on set with us the whole time like a lot of people um, um like especially in season three like you just don't know it's just kind of like a change and it kind of yeah. threw people off and um, even some of my friends and family I kind of you know didn't really tell them like they're like oh you're two separate people like yeah, yeah totally sure. yeah. you have to find out but there's times where i accidentally let it slip and they're like wait a minute so yeah. it's fine it was hard it was really hard but i'm glad it's finally out and people were like i knew it it's, mm-hmm. that's always a good feeling so i'm glad it didn't oh yeah it, we didn't trick anybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the fans were just like waiting Ooh, they were so excited i know um so kind of speaking along those lines you know like you said the interesting thing about this whole role is that you had to play you played eve for like Not even one full episode, like a chunk of an episode. And then had to play Marilla for the majority of, well, for the rest of your other episodes, pretty Mm -hmm. much, while still, you know, subtly showing hints of Eve the whole time. Mm -hmm. So how are you able to balance both sides of Eve and Marilla at the same time?
1: I think it was pretty easy for me just because it was whenever, really whenever Marilla had more of a conversation with. Fox, so Mm -hmm. I feel like that was really easy for her to kind of transition and, you know, a lot of times when Marilette first sees Fox, she's like, I'm gonna get her I'm gonna take her back, like, I'm gonna beat her up and, you know, after some talking and dialogue I think she kind of feels something different and then they kind of look at each other a little bit longer than just throwing punches and swords at each other. (laughs) It's a little bit different. You stop and you think about what they're saying and, and hear them out and I think that's where where it was kind of easy because you know there's emotion in the in the script and yeah. it, you can kind of um, really use that for Marilyn's advantage to to portray a little bit of E from the beginning. So I know I didn't get to use her very very much in the first first season, but um, I think Marlowe was pretty quiet throughout. I'm oh, sorry, not first season, second season. Mm-hmm. I think Marlowe was pretty quiet after she kind of transformed, and then um, season three she was just a little bit more. Um, talkative and I <laughs> think yeah. she's getting used to herself or something but, that's true yeah yeah
0: getting more comfortable with who she actually who was she yeah. Is, yeah. exactly so um you know you you said that word uh transformed so that's kind of an interesting question too um as a Trabathian as an uh an earthling, <laughs> earthling. <laughs> what I do come you think from... <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> what do you think went on in Eve's mind while she was being consumed with the Draymond?
1: I think that she, it was more so... Of, I don't think she was aware, mm-hmm. which I think it's interesting. I, you know, From the way that I thought the script was reading and how I thought I portrayed the scene with um, Jaw and Ra, I think yeah. that it was more so like I was completely gone and this the Draymond just kind of consumes you and you don't really know what's happening. So you can't fight it. You can't stop it. Um, and I think that's a you know, happens when people have Draymond in them. They just, they don't realize it's happening. There's little hints here and there of some memory coming back, but you're not sure yeah. where it's coming from. And you think it's a dream or you think it's something you, yeah, just something that just came out of, no, you just don't have any reason of where it really came from. So yeah. I don't think that she was really aware that, um, Draymond was really consuming her and transforming her into something else. I think That's she right. just said goodbye. Cause she said goodbye to Jal. She did. And, yeah. um, she just said, I love you and I'm going away. <laughs> yeah. So, wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you kind of want to speak to this part, mm-hmm. I kind of imagine that if have you seen the movie Get Out? Yes. Yeah. So I kind of imagine yeah. it might almost be like that where you're yeah. kind of like sinking down into mm-hmm. like this place that you can't really escape from, but you, you can maybe still see like a little sliver a little of it up there.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's, I always, um, compare how i feel about *Marilyn* to once upon a time. I
2: think okay. I, I talked
1: yeah. to Daniel about that as soon as he he walked to my house I'm like, you so have you been watching once upon a time? <laughs> yeah. I'm finishing the um the season uh, 7 right now. But I think it's very similar to that mm. where people, you know, are in a different world and these characters feel something when they see certain characters, some things kind of trigger their their mm. mindset and, you know, memory starts coming back slowly and it's really when mm. um something kind of magical happens and you really feel something with, um, another character, um, is when, you know, you see a little bit more light. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) So what, what do you think the moment was when she finally turned? Do you think it was pretty like instantaneous or do you think it took a little bit of time for Eve to kind of get lost in there?
1: I think, I think it took time for Eve to get lost. You know, she was saying goodbye and I think she thought she was, dying truly mm-hmm. um, and I don't think ah. any I don't she didn't know that raw had the dream and you know it was hiding in the in the knife um, so she didn't see it happening or anything like that so um but I think she started to realize you know as time went on you know raw just kept going, like take your dream take your dream and she was just like I don't want to take it like I feel I feel different I like this feeling I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having but he kept wanting to take that away from her but mm-hmm. um, initially you know I think she just I think it was like a a slow fade kind of in transition to the point where, you know, her memory's just, just gone. So, yeah.
0: -hmm. So what do you think was going on in her mind, um, when she woke up as Marilla?
1: I, yeah, good question. I wish. (laughs) Good (laughs) question. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. I didn't think I really thought about that. Um, I think it must've been, it must've felt like more of a daze, you know, you wake up Mm. and you felt like, Kind of confused, you know, from a bad dream or yeah. something. I, I, I would, I would say that she probably had some kind of thought process where, you know, she's like, "Where did I just come from? What just happened? Something feels off." Mm-hmm. But I'm sure Ra was there and was like, "This is what happened. This is what you feel. This is what you're. You know uh, now." So he I think kind of he, filled in the gaps. I think he, like, yeah, I think he probably like came in and just changed my mind and kind of filled it with things that he wanted me to mm-hmm. know and or her. Met me? You yeah. say me? Does that make yeah. sense? Might as well be you. Right? Um, but yeah, I think that's probably what happened. I, I'm sure she she felt some kind of way when she woke up. There's something mm-hmm. was off, but um, and then she was just filled with, I think just filled with the hatred and evil. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that Draymond lets you lets you feel. So I think it's Draymond and Ra, bad combo. That's
0: true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even really consider that, um, but that's true. Um, so it's no secret that Eve slash Marilla is a fan favorite character. So Thanks. much so that she's getting her own prequel show. So what do you think it is about this character that fans just love so much?
1: Um I think I'm gonna say it's probably the the love that she's always had for Fox. Uh-huh. I think everybody loves Fox to begin with. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. But, you know, I think just the fact that you know, being a parent role, you know, everybody wants to feel loved, and if you've ever lost a parent, or if you've ever felt abandoned by someone, I think Eve slash Marilla has always been there for Fox, Mm -hmm. even when she's not there, I think Fox has felt her in some way or another, um, so I think that's, that's some good connection that people might have had with, um, a relative, a friend, or anything like that, with, with Fox and Marilla, Mm -hmm. so...
0: So just that relatability, even, yeah. even if she's like this dark menacing yeah. character, there's still that, yeah. that hint of relatability. That yeah. So sense. I think
1: people like villains, but I think they yeah. like to see a different side of a villain Yeah, as well, you know, cause you can, when you're all, all bad, you know, that's, that's not relatable because I don't think a lot of people would really be able to relate to someone just purely evil. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when I think it's okay to have a dark side and to be forgiven and, and everything kind of comes full circle if you open up your heart and your mind. Yes. <laughs> I think she just let Fox in and um, it kind of changed her in a way and made her realize that um, what she had before with her and that it never really goes away and you know when you have that acceptance with someone.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I think so kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like Thanks. that. Yeah.
0: So, you know, you're you're one of the few characters here who we've seen in full pretty much from season two and season three. Like some of the other characters were maybe like introduced in season mm-hmm. two and then were more fully fleshed out in season three. Some were introduced barely in season three. But we've seen you pretty much from from what is available from mm-hmm. the top to the bottom. So mm-hmm. how do you think your character has evolved from the eve that we meet the Eve that we briefly met in season two mm-hmm. to the finale with Marilla in season three.
1: Yeah. So I think Eve definitely, you know, started out as a character who's just losing her child. And, you know, she, that's all we really saw of, of Eve is she lost her child and she was kind of trapped by raw and, you know, couldn't get out, couldn't get away. Couldn't kind of formulate any type of, thought and I think she was just really like sweet and reserved and Mm -hmm. I think she might have had some fight in her but I don't think it really came out until after she transformed into Marilla obviously but the Draymond really kind of like brought that out of her and I think Marilla was just really mean in season two for the most part (laughs) um and you know there's times where she would stop and think and look at Fox and like I feel something different um even the finale as well like she kept turning around but I don't think she really said much that had any type of emotion Mm -hmm. so going into season 3 I think she um was stepping away from the Draymond and like really like following where she felt Fox was like you know she's walking the force with Deja and she hears or feels Fox or something and so she tries to follow that instinct um and I think that there's a lot of moments where Fox and Marilla would um kind of talk with each other instead of at each other you know there's always the bickering which is mm-hmm. I think really fun with Fox yeah. it's the funniest yeah, thing yeah I think so too. we're just like oh my god it's really funny when Fox and I are just like um doing our dialogue back and forth but when the emotions come out it's it's different and it was different for me this season as well to um to kind of dive into that a little bit more than than season two, so yeah. I think she was more feelings forward this mm-hmm. this past season, yeah. especially towards the end. So.
0: Yeah. Well, again, kind of along those lines, since you've been playing this character for so long, mm-hmm. you know, next season is the last season of Fox. Mm-hmm. I know. So my question <laughs> is, um, and I think I know the answer: Are you going to miss playing Marilla?
1: Yeah, and I don't <laughs> really don't know what to expect in. Um, what season? Are you, four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to expect in season four I know, me with neither. Marilla specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of have an idea, and we talk a little bit about um, character development. But I don't know if she's gonna, if she's gonna still consume Draymond. Ah. Is she gonna stay away? Like, is she gonna miss it mm-hmm. now that um, Jahl is not around her? Like, who do Like, where is Fox? Like, I don't think she has anybody. Um, oh, yeah. Deja, is, she let Deja go. So I don't know if she's really going to feel, um, like she has a place anymore. If she's just Eve, mm-hmm. you know, is she going to feel comfort being with Ross in yeah. some way? Like, is she going to just like kind of stay at the borderline? for she's going to be half Eve, half Marilla when mm-hmm. she like feels is the right moment, just kind of yeah. like a split personality, which is creepy. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. And, um, I'm really, I really loved playing, um, mean Marilla. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Cause I don't I don't think that's what I expected, um, joining yeah. the, the cast, so mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. But if there's hints of that, that'll be fun. But if we're going to go for more of an Eve vibe, then I'm going to bring cool up too. some like, Snow White there we go. vibes. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what will you miss the most about playing Marilla?
1: Um, I just like her. I really love her confidence. Mm. I think um, Eve might have some as well, but I think she's more of a a, a reserved um, like character like she you know she, she is weak you know but mm-hmm. like, Draymond made her strong so I yeah. just don't think that she has that much power um, so I will miss the confidence that Marilla has and um, like all the training with Hunter with learning how to yeah. fight and yeah. do combat with all the different um, cast members mm-hmm. throughout the show so I think um, I don't know if Eve will have that same capabilities anymore but yeah. we'll we'll see how that I don't have no idea. I yeah. wish I, yeah. I'm excited. So,
0: yeah. but it's exciting to not really know what's come. Yeah. What's coming up. So. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you're kind of happy you don't have to do anymore as Marilla?
1: But I don't think there's anything that I will um, hate doing. Maybe, maybe letting raw, um, kind of, uh, bully me is that the right word bully me um i like defending myself Mm -hmm. um as marilla so um there's times in season three where he would still be able to bully me but she would stand up to him a lot and talk back which is so fun and sassy but (laughs) i think he he deserves it but (laughs) yeah so that if we're going more the eve route i don't think that evil um have as much Mm
0: -hmm.
1: power against raw but
0: we will see i You're
1: making me think about these things. I'm like, I don't know. That's
0: what this show's all about. Oh, thanks. Good job. Getting getting those uh, gears grinding. (laughs) Um, So as the only character that we as the audience have seen so far under the influence of Draymond, like we've heard of other people maybe, we've heard of other stories, Mm -hmm. but you're the only character that we've actually seen under the influence of Draymond. Yeah. How do you think is going to react to the fact that her daughter, who she just Mm -hmm. barely recently reconnected with, is now infected with the Draymond.
1: I, yeah, I was thinking that. I don't know if yeah. I could say that earlier, because I don't know if people realize it was yeah. really Draymond. Spoiler. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I don't know if Marilyn's going to try to connect with her in that way, but like, oh, if Fox is on Draymond, maybe I should be on Draymond so we can both be oh. like evil and in the right. I didn't even think about you know, that. We can team up together and go after somebody or everybody. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, that could be interesting, but I, I think it probably hurts her because she knew what it was like and um, trying to, you know, coming out of that dream and mindset, how mm-hmm. how difficult it was and how confusing it was and, you know, being under this influence where you, yeah. you don't really, you're kind of lost. So, I mm-hmm. think that she, I think she's real sad. Oh, real sad. She's real sad.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just happened, like... Um, Everything just kind of happened so quickly, you know, yeah, like, I
1: don't know if she I don't know if she realizes it right now. No, she, was, she we don't know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Because she was fighting with uh, Ra and she's like, get her out of here. Yeah. And then uh, do I know? I don't know. <laughs>
0: so, I mean, wh- where do you think she ended up? Do you think she ended up back at Ross camp then or?
1: I would think so. Mm-hmm. I feel like she would. Um, yeah, I think. And I don't know how accepting Uh, The brotherhood is yet of Marilla, so I don't know if they'd be like, oh, let's bring Marilla along. Like, do we trust her? (laughs) I don't know if anybody really trusts me except for Deja, so, but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't think Davi likes me.
0: Oh. (laughs) Um, it's interesting you bring up Deja because I really wanted to ask about that. Deja. Deja. So Deja has been by Marilla's side through thick and thin. Yeah. So much so that I think they've developed, you know, a very special kind of bond, um, so how would you describe the relationship between Marilla and Deja?
1: I, I feel like it's almost like a I feel like Marilla wants to be like a big sister to Deja. Oh, okay. I don't think she ever really wanted um, to hurt her or be in control of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she trusted Deja and I think Deja trusted her as well and I think Deja wanted to protect Marilla in some aspect. I don't think she really felt like she was forced to be there. Um, but I think Deja did see a, a side to, to Marla, and I think Marla respected her as well. Mm-hmm. Even though she kept saying, like, go kill him, I'll we'll go take care of him. was <laughs> yeah. like, Alright, but I think Deja might have liked it. I don't know. Yeah. Um But you know, in the end no not in the end, but when uh, Deja found the Brotherhood not Deja. Marla found the Brotherhood and she gave Fox her things back and the reveal <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. Um she kind of let Deja go. You know, she said, Were mm-hmm. you happy being here? And she said she was. Um, but I think Deja felt like she wanted to be with, with Marilla at the same time, but, but Marilla thought it was best to let her go and, you know, be on her own away from, away from her. So yeah, I think that's a, a good, like sisterly bond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Cause I mean, it very easily could have, um, uh, wound up being like this sort of, um, I don't want to say like servant and master, but like almost like this work type relationship. Like yeah, you do this for me and, and that's it. Like yeah. we're not friends. Like you just mm-hmm. do what I need you to do. Yeah. But like it, it definitely didn't end up that way. So
1: yeah. Yeah. And I don't think um, Marilla really forced Deja um, to be a certain way or, or anything like that. Um, I think that they found, I think they most likely found each other and um, you know, Marilla like kind of took her under her wing. Like I will help you. I'll protect you. Like, You know, so I think that's how that dynamic and relationship formed. So, Mm -hmm. Deja.
0: It's such a cool um, bond that you two have, Uh, for sure.
1: Try not to say Deja. (laughs) What did I say before? Deja? Mm. Deja.
0: Oh, Deja. (laughs) Deja. Definitely one of the most emotional and powerful scenes uh, of the season was where Fox proclaims, you know, she kind of begs. She just needs a mother right now, Um, and I know that was not only a hard scene to film emotionally. She's already giving me the look. She knows. She knows just what I'm going to ask here. But because of the physical conditions you had to shoot in, uh, I think that was probably because none of us uh, were were blessed enough to be able to film in such a situation.
1: You want to try it out? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, you know, there was rain. There was snow. It was freezing. So. You know, with all of that in play, like not with just the emotions, but the physicality of it, too. uh, What was it like to shoot that scene?
1: Yeah, I think um, that was our first like real emotional scene together. So I think the weather was perfect for that because I was actually really upset about the weather. (laughs) I cried when I got to the car because I couldn't feel my fingers. I couldn't move. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think all of that really kind of helped us out in that scene because we were we're struggling to begin with and Mm -hmm. just to be able to um, talk to each other in that way like we were actually like physically drained and so I think emotionally drained as well that it just kind of came natural and we was probably really easy for her as well just to kind of um, use the emotions that we're having and to like kind of get into that mindset because if you're mm-hmm. it's a bright and sunny day it's harder to do that because there's birds chirping but this is yeah. this is intense and I think it was a really good shooting day and I think we we did get a great scene out of it but I thought I was gonna die oh yeah <laughs> I was like this is... <laughs> but it was okay I think it, it was perfect so
0: so Marla had definitely some pretty dark and intense moments throughout the past two seasons so, what did you do to get into those kind of dark mindsets? How did you get into character?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I think to get into that, it was more so instead of trying to feel evil, I think mm. I try to feel like use sadness as a outlet. Okay. Use that um, to kind of portray some kind of anger or feelings towards something because. Um, for the most part, whenever Marla was angry, she was emotional about something, you know, whether it was like Rob telling her what to do. She's like, I don't like, <laughs> you know, I'd kind of use it as a like, I don't like in my everyday life when men, you know, talk loudly to me, talk at me, tell me I'm doing something wrong because of, I know, like a feeling, I don't know, you know, and they, yeah. they just kind of overstep their... their their place, so mm-hmm. I think I kind of use that, and you know, any f- scene with Fox, bef- when, like when we're fighting or arguing or bickering, it's usually like a, a sibling thing. Or I use like my own relationship with <laughs> my mom. My mom and I are best friends, but there's times where we like mess with each other, you know, and we get <laughs> on each other's nerves, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's more of that. Like you just use more emotions, but um, I channel. From once upon a time, the evil queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that from the first day they told me about the character, I was like, "Oh, this is me of yeah. the evil queen." They're like, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> um, so, I think I, I really like um, how Regina was in in the show as well uh, because she just okay. she was she was mean, but it always came from from a feeling. She hated Snow White because she thought that she killed her. Boyfriend or something, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> Spoiler so something like yeah. that. Well, yeah, I think that was like way back, in the okay. season two <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I I try to try to use an emotion rather than just like I see. I don't know. Anger is is hard to it's hard to come about. I think it's a it's mm-hmm. a hard emotion to portray. So yeah, I think it always anger always comes from something deeper. I don't think anyone's actually just me They there's something going on mm-hmm. inside. So.
0: So you use like sadness as a sadness. As an entrance yeah. to it.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I, I gotcha. I
0: like it. Uh, so we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Um, I know one of the things that I was a little nervous about uh, when I got involved in the show was the fact that we learned how to fight. How to, mm. We had to learn how to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very personally impressed. I mean, you had an extra season to work on it, too. I was very impressed with your fight choreography, especially with uh, Monroe. She's not easy to spar with, she's not easy to fight with. Mm-hmm. So, what did you do on and offset to make sure that those fight scenes came out as great as they did?
1: Yeah, so all, all credit goes to Hunter <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. uh, the first time they wanted me to be like, hey, go in a fight stance, Janelle. If we're doing some <laughs> like small photo shoot in season two. I was like, what yeah like if you could see see my fist i can't make a proper fist like my hands just don't close properly it's like kind of hurts oh yeah Yeah. Uh, but yeah that was really awkward because i've never had any type of fight experience and they're like okay so like i'm going to show you a couple punch moves i'm like this isn't (laughs) isn't me at all yeah so um the fact that hunter took the time to uh, train all of us in groups individually um was great because he just because um, I'm I'm a choreographed
2: person.
1: Yes. I like, yes. I come from a dance background, so mm-hmm. all my experiences, I learn exactly how things go, and like everything has a, a movement and a, like a, a sequence. Mm-hmm. So he taught us to spar and small dip small sequences that don't really blend as much as I would. I'm used to so yeah. Um, it, it was all is all that he just. Mm-hmm. Really, it kind of pulled everybody out of like different comfort zones, wherever they were, whatever level they are at, and yeah. um, kind of built a more of a fox community mm-hmm. for, for fighting. So, um, yeah, I, I really liked it, and I love fighting now. I haven't done it since <laughs> we filmed, <Yeah>. but <laughs> so I'll need to do a little bit more practice, but um, yeah, it was always fun. I remember sparring with you. That was yeah. fun. I think it was like yeah. day one. We're like, day
0: one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We were just being goofy. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> our usual
0: our usual goofy selves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, another thing that like really freaked me out a little bit uh, was when I got the the, the manual, the guide, oh. which was like teaching us everything about the backstory and stuff. And then I saw that there was this whole second language that was created for the show. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my god! I'm like this is my first time acting. I'm gonna have to learn how to speak another language. Oh, and luckily, I didn't have to do it, but you definitely did. So you had to say a few verses, few words. So how did you prepare to not only learn lines in general, but <laughs> learn a new, a new language as well?
1: Uh, um, yeah, I still struggle. <laughs> I'm a one yeah. la- language uh, person. Yeah. <laughs> I know Monolingual. words and phrases of other languages, but um, yeah, nothing really sticks with me. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's more of a pronunciation thing. Okay. So whenever I had some fun words to to say in my script, I just before we'd go um, start filming, just put them in Rome. Like, can you say this word for me? So <laughs> she'd, like she'd say, I'd say we could sit back and forth. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of clips, and she could probably make a good like hour length of just me trying to <laughs> save things via ADR or in yeah. in actual filming. Yeah, <laughs> because I'd have a hard time. I just couldn't get the word out. They're it's hard. Tough. Words. It's tough.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh hop,
0: oh hop oh <laughs> oh
1: We turned that into a song, by the way. We'll um, share that song with you guys another time. There we go.
0: In in part two of our (laughs) our podcast, a few questions. (laughs) Um, You know, Jal kind of disappeared this season. So do you think Eve misses Jal?
1: Yeah, I think that Eve kind of, I think Eve more so, she didn't really get the experience that you know, cause she saw Joel at a different time in her life. So I think she didn't really get to fully experience, um, a family and a relationship and mm-hmm. all that with Joel. So that was kind of taken away from her. Um, and I think Marilla blames a lot of that on, on raw. Um, mm. but I felt like because they were separated for so long, Marilla kind of, mm. she was when, when, when Joel would come back, and um come see fox at any time like i think that she if she ever did see him she kind of felt like she didn't know him but i feel like she was always open to him like, coming around but i don't think that she really misses him as marilla because he never came back to see her yeah you know yeah she was kind of he was his focus was more t- towards fox which is mm-hmm. great and she's probably happy for fox but as a um a woman that was in a relationship with him. I think that she kind of just um doesn't think about him anymore. Like her yeah. focus is also on Fox and yeah. building that and I think that when somebody's taken away from you like that um you kind of just lose that that feeling and I think that she she realized she was okay without without him and she probably really heavily relied on him as Eve to mm-hmm. protect her and, yeah. and he yeah, wasn't able yeah. to at that moment mm-hmm. when she died or transfer <laughs> I don't think he was able to protect her and yeah. um, that also probably uh, changed her mind or did something so
0: yeah I mean what do you think to go back to season two mm-hmm. what do you think Marilla was thinking at the end of season two seeing not only Fox but Jol as well she saw like two people there that mm-hmm. maybe she didn't fully know who they were but yeah. like you said maybe she felt that little yeah little spark yeah. or something yeah she
1: definitely did she um she definitely whole... left
0: a lingering gaze mm-hmm. you know
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so she she definitely felt I feel like especially during the um, last episode, the finale, uh the whole she never she never jumped in to protect either of them mm-hmm. at any point. Um but she, you know, at the end when they were leaving, you know, she saw she turned around and saw Jaw holding Fox and I don't know I don't think that she really saw Saw them both and connected any kind of picture, but yeah. I don't think Jahl really. I, don't, I I feel like Jahl knew that it was Eve, but uh-huh. he didn't really act or say or mm-hmm. um, try to like get her either. So yeah. I think that you know, I think that was hard for him. But I think it's it's all really confusing family right? dynamic. So yeah. I don't think Marilla um, really missed. Missed him at that moment. I think her, her, she's really gazing at, at Fox and Jaw was there, and she's like, "Who is this?" Holding, (laughs) this, you know. I she felt something, but yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times where she had those moments, it was always because Fox was there. Mm -hmm. So,
0: and then speaking of Fox, so we talked about the moment where Eve became Marilla. What? When do you think it was the moment that Marilla realized Fox was her daughter? When do you think that kind of, like, clicked?
1: Hmm. It had to be... I would say, I think it was when... I wish I knew, like, the episodes could give you reference. (laughs) But the scene um, we were talking about where it was, like, raining and snowing, where she's like, I just see my mom... It's definitely before then when they're when they're fighting. Um, oh gosh, you make me think back now because yeah. Marla came up to Fox and she her hands are bleeding. She's like, "Oh my gosh, what happened?" And she's yeah. like, "Leave me alone." Mm-hmm. So Marla knew that before, but I'm trying to think of that moment. So now I don't think I know exactly when it happened because that's why when when Fox was like, "I just see my mom." Yeah. So it's definitely before that whole episode, but mm-hmm. um, I want to say Marla had to be alone when she kind of put two and two together okay so because she's carrying around her well, all her stuff her stuff but Yeah. it was eve scarf but that's I true stole it she's <laughs> i yeah. gave it to her yeah um so
0: so you think even like before the Hecratian fight like she already had an idea or
1: wow i need to watch it again i guess yeah <laughs> now i don't remember <laughs> um before the hecradian yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely knew before then because mm-hmm. there's moments where she would just have this, like, motherly instinct to, like, grab Fox and be like, hey, yes. let's go. Yeah. What are you waiting yeah. for? She'd yell Smack at her, her be like, head. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, But during the Hocradian fight, you know, she wanted to be near Fox. Like, when we lined up, um, Marilyn wanted to be close to her as possible so yeah. she could come in and help her. But, wow, it made me yeah. think of when the, when her moment was when right? she realized. so.
0: So, I mean, wow. I guess would you say that it was more like early season three or late season two?
1: I feel like it was in season three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely in season three. That's what I figured, three, too. So,
0: mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo. Yeah. At this point, we've come to one of my favorite parts, oh. which is the hypothetical questions, okay. the what-if questions here. Oh, god, yeah. I got a few for you. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start off with a pretty straightforward one here. So and probably one of the most easy ones to think of is like, let's say that Eve was never captured by Ra. Let's mm. say that she survived. Do you think she would eventually still find her way to Fox? Or do you think she would have learned some other form of combat and survival? Um, let's
1: see. So if Ra never captured... Me, okay, so... Do you think that let's say let's say the interaction with John and Ra happened? Let's yes. say let's say Ra took John's life. Oh, and, okay. well, let's say Eve was alone, mm-hmm. never turned to Merla. I don't I think that she would have spent time I feel like she would have gone crazy to be honest. Like that wow, sounds funny, yeah. but I think Eve would have just lost her mind just like wow. this crazy woman running around the woods looking for for her daughter. She has no yeah. way of of finding her. She has no, like, you know, I don't think she would have, like, really learned how to, like, protect herself. But I think wow. she would have, it would have made her go crazy, I think, trying to find Fox. So, but good question. Um, yeah. And if Jahl, let's say, Ra wasn't there to, uh, maybe he was always chasing us, but yeah. we, um, even Jahl always got away. I think we would have found our way back to Fox eventually, but mm-hmm. Fox was been like you still left me.
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah, like Fox yeah. would
1: still take some time to, for her to accept us back in her life. But yeah. that's interesting. Good yeah.
0: So you think alone she wouldn't be able to handle it, but with Jaw maybe she would I be. I think yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, I yeah. think
1: I think Eve, Eve had a lot of like love in her heart, but I don't think she. Um, I think that's what made her strong. But mm-hmm. physically, I don't think she was as strong as she would wanted to be. Uh, I think that's probably something she liked out of being there She was able to yeah. show some like physical power mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of emotional power.
0: Oh. Hey, there we go. So. Very insightful. <laughs> I like that. Um, well, I, I guess um, in that craziness, do you think she would try and get back to Earth or do you think she would just run away and...
2: Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like if Jaw
2: wasn't there.
0: Yeah. If she was on her own. If she
1: was on her own. Um hmm. I think she was just trying to find her way back to wherever Fox would be. And if she could ever figure that out, mm-hmm. a way to get to her, whether it was back to Earth yeah. or staying in the forest, you know, I I don't know if yeah, it's a good one. But I think I think she'd try to find her way back to her. Because i don't think
0: she would feel right just leaving her there right yeah I, mm-hmm. she'd
1: feel alone and um i think she she left her life behind regardless so yeah. she didn't have any one or didn't want to be there anyways but i guess we'll find out when we go to yeah. the eve's <laughs> episodes right. um we'll find out what the that's prequel. about the prequel mm-hmm. um exactly what happened in her in her life so mm-hmm. i
0: there's still so much so much, so much to be told I know. right? Um, so what another what if here what if the Draymond just completely consumed Eve and there was no trace of Eve whatsoever it was just mm-hmm. full on 100% Marilla mm-hmm. um, do you think that she would be just as evil or maybe even more evil than Ra if it was just pure Marilla yeah
1: I think I think she'd be on the same same level with Ra, to be honest. Um, if not, maybe even more. Yeah. Because Ra doesn't take any of that. He's just, he's just evil to begin with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you can imagine Ra on some dream and that's scary. But I think she'd probably be just as bad as Ra or even worse because um, there's no trace of, of even side of her. Um, so I don't think she would show any type of mercy in, you know, being Ajakota. there we go (laughs) um, you know she wants to she wants to play with her food I'm sorry play with her food and pray Um, and she would probably just mess with Fox as long as she could and eventually just take her back to Raw and not care not really have any feelings so um, and probably go for the whole brotherhood while she's at it so at different times, not the same time. Yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there we go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, good question.
0: I Thank like you. That. I like yeah. that one too. Um, you, you brought this up earlier. Um. So you are uh, a dancer. That's just one of your passions. That's what you do. Yeah, She's dun, 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 dancing right now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> so if, well, we'll split it up into two here. So let's start with Eve. So if Eve were a dancer, what kind of music do you think she would perform to?
2: mm so I think
1: Eve, mm, I think hers would be more of a, more of like a, like a symphony, just like light symphony music. I don't know. Okay. I just feel like it would be a lot of upbeat music, I okay. guess. It'd really, really light so and upbeat, upbeat classical and like classical of. probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, what, what. You'd hear from her, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but something nice.
0: Like... So maybe more like ballet type, or yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: like that. Yeah. And
1: then Marilla, yeah, uh, I think Monroe put together a great. What do you call it score? It's a yeah, right word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> song. Yes, the score. Uh, <laughs> score um, for Marilla because um, she kind of pulled that aspect of my tap background and kind of. And put that into Marilla's theme song, which was really great. I don't know if you've ever like into mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. or I really love um, what she put together for everybody. But she kind of added that aspect that there's like some tap in the background and um just like jungle-y theme because it's like jaguar ish. Yeah. So she kind of pulled that together for for Marilla, which was great. But um, it's been so long since I've heard of Eve's, <laughs> Eve's theme. And, yeah, go back and hear that. But I think um. Marilyn is more of like, um, more of like this like jungle like hunt ish hunter like you think of like Tarzani, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so do you think it'd be more, more contemporary or more like tribal then? Well,
1: tribal I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's just she's out there in the jungle and she's she's happy running around the forest jungle forest. Yeah, it's a jungle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's trees in there. <laughs> <There's> trees. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I think that would be. Marilla. Mm-hmm. You can. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. You're my cat. He really <laughs> wants to be where we are. Yeah. His name is Kobe. Um, if you guys ever see a picture of him, I'll show you. He's Kobe. really cute. Yeah. He's like 15. Yeah, He's very handsome.
0: <laughs> what a handsome cat. <laughs> um, so my next question here for you. Uh, and I'm just going to go with, we're going to focus it on. Actually, we'll do it with both. So, uh, again, we'll split it into two parts. So, if, if Eve was able to meet Daisy early on mm-hmm. as Fox's girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, what advice do you think she would give to Daisy? Do you think she'd be super protective? Would she try to intimidate Daisy? Um, would she welcome her with open arms? As Eve? As Eve yeah. first, and then we'll ask as Marilyn. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, as Eve, I think she'd be welcoming. Mm-hmm. I picture someone like my mom Oh where yeah! Everybody is welcome. Daniel came in my house before I even got home. <laughs> yeah. my mom's like, "Let him in, Yeah, is, let him can eat. come. You can come inside. Yeah. Um, so I just think that Eve would be really welcoming and um, non-judgmental, non-like, no conflict. That she just wants, like, if Fox is happy, then she's all for it. So I don't think that she would ever um, try to intimidate Daisy in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But how about Marilyn? Marijuana. Yeah. That's a whole nother. Um, Marilla,
1: story. I think, it would have a little bit of both uh, intimidating and um, protective. So I think she would try to probably try to scare off Daisy because she'd probably be like, "Oh, you're not good enough for my daughter." Like <laughs> one of those, one yeah. of those moms, you know, no, yeah. it's good enough for my daughter. Yeah, for my uh, baby. hmm hmm And then, um, you know, protective. Just um, like, what are your like? What are you after? What's your what's your goal? Like stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I think she'd probably pull pull on like a dad role in ah, that aspect, okay. you know. Since Joel was around, either I think she'd probably take that on as well. Um,
0: do you but, think she'd ask for like a five year plan? Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five <laughs> yeah. years? Is my daughter a part of those five years? <laughs> do you have a savings account? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about. That. Yeah. <gasps> um. Do you think? Um, I guess more along the lines of Eve, though. Do you think they they would connect pretty well since they're both kind of in a similar situation in terms of being, yeah, Eve and Daisy, uh-huh. since they're both like Trabathians and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good um, thought as well. Um, I think that she would be able to connect with her, and that's probably also why she'd be so accepting, like, mm-hmm. oh, one of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she'd be really accepting to the fact that you know she. What outside of the norm, like, not just, like, what is, like, a friend well, no, I guess Fox is out there in the r- real world too, so it's different, yeah, but, yeah. but she wanted to bring her back and show her her life, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Fox isn't afraid of what her true self was, so I think that's also really important that, um, Fox really, like, shared her life and opened up her, her world, because Daisy could have been like, this is weird, you're weird, oh, yeah. your, your mom's weird, yeah. I don't want to hang out with you guys, um, but I think the fact that Daisy's also accepting of Fox's to yourself probably made it easier, would make it easier for Fox. Wow. Eve to be <laughs> yes. open to her in her life as well. But let's see. And then Marilla, she wouldn't really. I don't think she would yeah, have that connection right
0: question now. There I think me. it was more towards Eve. Towards Eve. Yeah. Eve. Eva. Um, ah. <laughs> so, but now we'll go ahead and focus on Marilla for a second. Okay. So, as far as we know, at least as far as I know, uh, Marilla doesn't really have any of the five abilities. Um. So if she could choose one to have, which one do you think she would choose and why?
1: dare you to name them off? Or...
0: No. Sure. So <laughs> we have
1: no, super strength.
0: We have super speed. Okay. We have the animalistic tendencies. We have the shape-shifting. And then we have my ability, the super hearing. I think she could
1: have something. I think she would... I think Marla would want strength as well. because She already has the animalistic abilities, but mm-hmm. you know, being a Jaguar, you're just fast and quick and kind of, um, intimidating and you prey on things. So, um, uh, but I think if she could be more powerful, I think she mm. would, I feel like she would be just all bad news.
0: <laughs> all bad news. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I think she threw some strength at her. She would, yeah, she would, how we'd be able to take down Raw even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, Ooh, there we go. That would be pretty fun, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, Raw. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, he had it coming. <laughs> Um So uh, to wrap it up here, uh, we usually always ask uh, the actors here, the cast members, uh-huh. or even anyone that we interview, just any advice that we, they, they have. So, you know, you have been fortunate enough to play this character for two whole seasons. So, you know, what have you learned after two seasons of playing Marilla? Has it really changed you in any way?
1: Um, Yeah, I think it gave me um, confidence to just kind of put myself out there and not be afraid of being told no or doing something different. Um, I've always kind of had that envy and I've always, tried for things that that I wasn't trained for or I'm not ready for. I'd never thought of before. You know, I just kind of came across the audition. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Like, I don't, I've never done an acting mm-hmm. uh, gig before, but um, they kind of saw something different in me. And I felt, I felt connected to the script. And I felt like um, Hunter Monroe really welcoming to me joining the team. And just like, Getting used to, like, a camera being in your face, as you know, you're just... You, you mess up your lines. It's gonna happen <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna, like, split things up into smaller pieces so you can get more comfortable. But once you feel confident about your character and what they're thinking, why they would say something a certain way, who they're around, what... You know, you kind of connect all the pieces together. Yeah. And when you're able to, you know, review the script one-on-one, um, especially on set, when you're in costume, you're in your setting, and you get a different type of feeling so you get so when you're rehearsing my advice to people that are trying something new i'm going all over the place so here we go (laughs) yeah here we go when you're trying something new don't be afraid of being told no because i've been told no many times and there's times where i was like i'm not gonna get this or there's no way this place is gonna hire me or Mm -hmm. let me do this job and you'd be surprised where they see something in you and if you just go have fun and you smile and you're open it's <laughs> it's all fun and don't you can't be disappointed in yourself because that's just gonna hurt you and yeah. um it's not fun to feel that way but yeah. um as a actor if you're already acting or you're gonna start acting and you have a script in front of you like you know read it you memorize it but i think a lot of it has to do with cues and actions and um your, your voice so how you how you're going to say it how fast you're going to say it if you're going to mm-hmm. slow things down if you're going to take a pause that will help you A. memorize it and B. really get into your character so yeah. when especially when we're doing ADR after mm-hmm. you're, like, what? Yeah. you're like I didn't pause at all so yeah. now we talk really fast this whole time <laughs> um, yeah. but you know, it's, it's really fun learning experience and everybody I think learns differently but um, the fact that you have like opportunities to join a group or a production team. Just take that and learn from different actors, learn from yeah. your director, and uh, I think you'll really find yourself and and develop your own type of actor that's inside of you.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we
2: go.
0: I like that. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug? Any anything Something. that? Oh, like anything oh. that you want. If uh, one of the podcasts that I listen to says. Uh, if people want to find you and if you want to be found, how can they find you?
1: Oh, um, yeah. I'm not really big on social media, mm-hmm. but I have a, a Twitter account where I just follow a couple of fans, which is really nice. I've okay. kind of reshared their things. Um, so you can find me on Twitter here and there. I don't go on there very often, but if you reach out, uh, message me or comment to me, I will, um, I'd will. i love to reach out, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, or I could always um, share an email address or the talk to people people (laughs) you fans are really fun but um i do i do see what you guys post and it means a lot that you guys are um out there and Mm -hmm. you support us and um, the cast members who share things with me so i get to see things and hear what you guys are discussing and what your thoughts are what you like what you don't like so i think all of your input input is really important and uh, i just appreciate all that so when we have our um season four um Premiere, we'd love to see you. I know we might have had a couple fans and mm-hmm. maybe even come to your karaoke night. I am there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's really fun. You can hear me sing terribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you for, for being there for us. It means yeah. a lot. So
0: so do you want to give out that Twitter handle? Or? I,
1: uh, can I open my phone? It's sure. on here, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, no worries. One moment, please.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's J underscore Janelle. J A N E L E,
0: J Janelle,
1: J underscore Janelle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nice. you can find me there if you'd like.
0: It's like J Jonah Jameson yeah. from Spider Man. Or
1: just hashtag on Instagram, That's Janelle right. Garcia. I'll find, I'll find it. You'll find it. You'll find it. I'll find it. That's always fun. <laughs> Thanks guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you again for your time. I really Thanks. appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, so as a reminder, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So just search for Skysoft, and you'll find this there please make sure to subscribe to us on those platforms so you never miss an episode and you can rate and review us, kind of boost us up on the charts there. I know uh, Janelle just subscribed to us recently too. Yeah, so be (laughs) be cool like Janelle. Be cool. And uh, subscribe to our our podcast here. And of course, for all things Skysoft, including full episodes, cast and show info, and other updates, uh, including that little calendar that kind of tells you what's coming up for Skysoft, be sure to check out skysoftentertainment.com. Again, that's skysoftentertainment.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, this is Daniel Andrade reminding you that sometimes the greatest truths are found beyond the cable.